Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage my choir in their farewell concert and recording, the Tri City Singers. Put your hands together. Come on, choir. Let's encourage them out there. Let's tell them that the blessing of Abraham is on their life. Oh, my brothers and sisters, because you are in Christ, you are Abraham's heir, and you have an inheritance on your life. You're the heir to the promise God made to Abraham. Go get your inheritance. Anybody going to go get it out there?
the blessings of Abraham. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. Good afternoon. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and it is the 1 p.m. hour on Saturday, and that means you are listening to Global Gospel. We thank God for each and every one of you that are listening in. We thank God for uh, just allowing us to be here to share with you for a few minutes on today. We are at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. If you need to reach Global Gospel, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. If you'd like to call us and leave us a voicemail, you can leave us a voicemail at 516-481-3187. And if you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 53. And that is in Hempstead, New York Just be reminded that all our shows are archived So you can listen in at any time If you uh, miss any of our shows uh, We are available immediately following this show You can listen to this show in its entirety uh, Perhaps you uh, missed something Uh, So we want you to tell your family, your friends, and your neighbors To log on and log in as well We thank God for all of our listeners in the north, the south the East and the West, and we have those that are listening in Namibia, Cameroon, Brazil, France, Switzerland, the Netherlands, India, Brazil, Jamaica, West Indies, Canada, so many places. We thank God for you. We just want to encourage you to uh, reach out to us. We are on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. So reach out to us. Uh, there's links there that you can, um, you can follow us. You can like our page. Uh, You can look for words of encouragement throughout uh, the week periodically, and also you can see our posts and click on the direct link to our show. We are going to open up the line uh, a little later, so we want you to take down this number. That is 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, and you can call in a little bit later and speak to us. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, and it reads, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So on today, we are here with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what is the gospel? The gospel is good news. It is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes To the Jew And also to the Greek The gospel is here for you on today If you're downhearted If you're brokenhearted If you're depressed or oppressed uh, If you're sick physically Mentally, emotionally The gospel is here to heal you It is here to deliver you It is here to set you free There's nothing too hard for God There's nothing That God cannot work out There is nothing That he cannot do Because he rules And he super rules He's the God of all flesh He's the God of all creation And it's in him That we live, move, and have our being So we encourage you on today To open your heart Your mind, your spirit To the gospel of Jesus Christ The gospel is the good news That Christ was Born of a virgin that he lived And he died for your sins And for my sins and for the Sins of the world And certainly not only did he die But he got up one day With all power in his Hand with victory over Death hell and the grave and certainly he Died that we might have Eternal life he died that we might Have a right To the tree Of life So again We say that Jesus Christ is the answer for 
the world today. And just as a reminder, um, we do not own the rights of any of the music here, but certainly we pray that uh, the music is a blessing to each and every one of you. Um, a change, a change has come over. So, um, we thank you, thank you, thank you. We do have a special guest who will be joining us in studio on today in just a little while, and we are going to be talking about a book. And certainly God has gifted us all in many ways, and certainly he has um, made uh, ways and avenues for us to share our experiences with each other and certainly to share our testimonies with each other and certainly to be encouraging to each other. And certainly, as we read in the scripture, uh, we don't want uh, the gospel is only here to those that are lost. And so the gospel shows up in many forms. Uh, this next song says, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. And certainly after that song, we will hear from our very special guest on today. If anyone should ever write my life story for whatever reason, there might be tell them that Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Stay tuned and be blessed. has to write her life story because she just shared a piece of it with us. The name of the book is And Sarah, Sarah Laughed Better Not Bitter. 
Janie Westmay's love of learning and concern about bettering the lives of the people she has known motivated her to pursue a career in education and to simultaneously become ordained as a Baptist minister. She is a distinguished administrator as well as a revered minister. Janie Westmays is a graduate of Malloy College, 1978, with a BA in Sociology and Long Island University CW Post Campus, 1985, with an MS in Special Education and obtained New York State Certification in Educational Administration in 1995. She taught social studies in the Roosevelt Junior Senior High School for 15 years. Janie was the director of the adult education program from 1995 until 1999. She became an assistant principal in 1999. Reverend Mace held the position as the director of the Roosevelt Free Kindergarten Center from July 2004 until August 2009. In August 2009, she was reassigned as assistant principal of the Roosevelt Middle School. And Sarah Laugh is the autobiography of the author, Janie West Mays. It is her hope that her story of the struggles in her life and the triumphant end of her story will encourage and inspire others to hold on when it seems that there is no hope. In her story, Janie shares the feelings of despair, loneliness, and the hopelessness of being left alone to face life as a single mother she relates her life that of Sarah in the Bible. She wanted desperately for a child, and when she was well past the child-bearing age. Welcome, Reverend Janie West Mays. How are you? I'm well, Reverend Townsend. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. All right. We're, del- <laughs> we're delighted to we have you here. Well, you. I could, but, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they might not have time to listen, so... <laughs> so I, I won't But uh, we thank you for uh, joining us On this afternoon And you are a returning guest Amen Alright oh, so, Good afternoon um, Reverend okay. Go ahead Okay I was just going to tell you Good afternoon and thank you for the opportunity To help to allow me to share In your platform this afternoon Thank you So um I guess we should start this way. The song that we were uh, listening to in the background says, uh, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. And so there are a lot of themes in this book that you wrote. Um, So I think God would be a good way to start one of the themes before we actually talk about the book. And I was listening to an interview several years ago, uh, Oprah Winfrey asked Maya Angelou about God. What did she have to say about God? And she said that God is everything. So what do you have to say about God and religion and faith as pertaining to your life, your ministry, and your book? All right. God is uh, our principal source, my principal source, and God was my guiding force. And God is in the faith that you have to have the faith that to sustain you when you see nothing else, when you when you have nothing else to hold on to, you have your faith, and and that faith is taught to you from little children. Now you've never heard, you've never seen a little kid, two or three year old, come in and ask about the mortgage or about the uh, old groceries and things. Little children just have blind faith, and un, uh, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, uh, I've seen some adults do the same thing, but. Uh, we are taught that faith, that blind faith from home, and our parents taught us that just that blind faith, that just when nothing else, you have nothing else to hold on to, when you don't see anything, you don't smell any food, you don't anything else, and you really, you're desperate in trouble, you still have that faith. If he doesn't come through, you know he will. Okay. God, okay. Uh, certainly we do agree with that. And so then you also uh, talk about uh family. Well, not necessarily in this order, but I guess it kind of, well, God is first when it comes to everything. And I would think uh, now everybody has their own way of uh, prioritizing their life, but it seems like after God comes the individual and family. And so uh, you talk about family in here as well. And where does family uh, play a role in your life or how does it play a role? 
wow. Um, uh, basically, there is a, a, a saying about us that uh, the family family name from Virginia, of course, now you know we are extended family and a whole lot of other names now, but the Watsons, but it's, it's almost like a few days ago, it's, it's only five of us left now, and four of us were in the same room. So almost, it's almost, almost you, it's two or three times a week that you can find the, uh, the four of us somewhere together. So it's very rarely that you ever see one Watson. And then uh, yesterday it was more the, the upstate family. We just, family is everything. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. A few days ago I was out with some more, some extended family sisters. We always, family is everything to us. Family, uh, in other words, uh, we were always there for each other, and that's what you have. And, it, and God ordained the family. It was for a reason, you know. There are folks that want to be selfish, but really the first, you have God first, and then your family is there next. And so, but the family is not, not just, it's not just the nuclear family, the nucleus of the family, but the family can be extended. And those of us that grew up in the church, we know that when we went to church, we gained another whole family. Family is everything. Right. That's uh, awesome. So how did, uh, how did we get? Yeah, and Sarah laughed. Better not better. How did you become an author? Author? Why did you become an author? Whoa! <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'm asked that question. Even just a couple of days ago, I was asked that question, and um, I, uh, I when I was, I'd gone through a lot of things and a lot of uh, different. I've been to a lot of stations in life. As a matter of fact, a few days ago on Wednesday, I went to what we call my retirees meeting, Roosevelt retirees meet uh, the second Wednesday in every month. And uh, I went to my meeting, and they asked me to talk, to explain and talk about my book. And I said to them, I said, well, by the time I got to Roosevelt, I had become polished a little bit. I was beginning to be polished. But before I got there, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of things that had happened to me, and certainly by this time now I'm a senior citizen. And a lot of things happened to me in life that, uh, it was they were certainly meant for my demise, according to we know that and and this uh, my book was published by a Christian uh, book company, so it was certainly I was certainly uh, encouraged to uh, into, include God and in it. So, but one day I I asked the, the Spirit. I was I was praying about a title, and I wanted the title to be to be meaningful because I used to be a journalist and when writing your your title of your book is uh, anything anything you write is supposed to tell a story by itself and so when you see the title of the book and Sarah laugh uh those people that know the story of Sarah then you automatically know kind of like in a sense where I'm going and so maybe uh in a, it, it maybe going two different ways but the point is that when I use that title is because it's not because I hadn't it had anything to do with the childbearing piece but it was the impossible piece. It was what, it, is there anything too hard for God? And certainly when I look at my background, where I came from, I can't, we didn't know we were poor, but I came from poverty. Basically, when you look now, and by today's standards, we just didn't have any money. And so, and when I came out of high school, there was no money. And so I told myself then, I said, well, I, as a, I had, I taught, I was a very mature thinker. And I said to myself, well, the best thing for me to do is to try to, uh, not to be a burden to the family, so I decided at that point I wouldn't try to go to school, and uh, so I, I left home and, and I came to uh, came north, and uh, but as fate would have it, uh, God stepped in, and of course, I mean, it, my story is history now, and every, but everywhere I went, everywhere I went, all of the places, all the things that were impossible, everything that was impossible, God turned it around. Okay. That's awesome, and certainly we know that um, just because uh, someone writes a book, certainly they can't they can't tell it all, and certainly there's not enough pages. And certainly, even as uh, you completed this one chapter, we know that there are chapters still being written about your life. Uh, certainly, because God is always giving us a new uh, assignment. So, um, what would you like to share? Um, because of course, we want people to purchase this book and so first before we talk about uh, a little bit tell us how we can get this book okay well um you can 
Okay, those of you on Facebook, uh, who are on Facebook, if you inbox me, I am Janie Mays. Uh, my, na- my name on Facebook is Janie Mays. And if you go to my uh, Facebook page and if you inbox me, uh, I do have a shipment coming in at, at the end, at any day now. I expected it this week, but certainly by the end of next week, I have a shipment coming. If you inbox me, I will make arrangements to get it to. But, but on October 12th, uh, at the Roosevelt Public Library, I will be doing a formal book signing, and I would certainly love to have uh, all my friends and family. Even if you wrote the book, even if you bought the book on Amazon and you didn't have a per- have it personally signed, if you come on that day, October 12th, to the Roosevelt Library at 2 to 4 p.m., I'll be very happy to sign it for you. And if you'll contact me, uh, and if you can, they can even contact me through you, uh, Reverend Townsend, if they contact you, if they know you, if they contact any member of the family, you can ask them because most of them uh, are walking around with, you know, like badges that they'll let you know that you, that you can get it through them. But through certainly through, uh, you can inbox me on Facebook, and you can, uh, and and I'll be very happy to get it for you. Awesome. So everyone, uh, just put that date on your uh, calendar in October. Certainly, you don't want to miss. Uh, the book signing, you can reach the author real live and in person. And certainly you can get an uh, autographed copy. So uh, we'll just re-state uh, that date and time again before we uh, close off the show today. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the book. So what are some of your uh, things that you would like to highlight uh, to the listener about your book? And just so you know, our number here in studio if you decide to call in 619-924-0800, and we will give you a chance to do that in a few minutes, 619-924-0800. What would you like uh, to share with the listening audience about your book? Okay. Um, one of the first things, uh, when I started to write, I wrote, uh, it was really a sketch, and when I finally finished the, the first sketch, the uh editor wrote me back and told me it was too short for an autobiography so and I was really I was really just trying to put uh, put, put things on paper because of the kinds of things that I have faced in, uh, in life like basically within um I came to New York and within six months I was married and uh but and and it wasn't long after I was married within a few years I had what was called a failed marriage so uh but and it's amazing. It's awesome because anytime you have anything that fails that fast, it, it can really be it could really be your demise. And you have to work at not being depressed. And what I did, I and and now I look back in the rearview mirror of life, and I realize that all of us could have used counseling. And one thing that we know that among those of us in the African American community, it was not popular. Counseling was not popular. It was well, look, Danny just crazy. And so stuff like that, we were considered crazy or nuts, but we could have used counseling. But I do know that it was God, the only thing that sustained me. I was the mother of two two young children, a failed marriage, and the only thing that sustained me was God and the fact that I did have, I had a, a loving and devoted family, my biological family and my extended family, people I was embraced in New York by a loving family, the Hallman family, other, uh, Haywood Webb and a girl named Melinda Sawyer. Those people, they were my family at that time. They, I had a, the Watsons were my family. Then, of course, it's the uh, Bradleys, uh, family, family Bradley, the Townsends. And all oh, those names, those are names, people that embraced me when I came to New York. Mother Lily Washington, people that embraced me. Those, that's the reason that I probably ended up okay without the counseling. But we could have used counseling in those days, you know, basically. So, what? So my point is that after having gone through those things, to have God to uh, pick up the pieces of your life. And so, and I want people to understand that when you're in a low point like that, you're there, but God has not forgotten you. That's what I want. That's the, that's the part. That's the uh, saving grace part. That's the part that when, uh, if you said those things happened to someone, you're looking for somebody who ended up in a mental hospital. However, I did not end, not only not end up in a mental hospital, but I really went to the top of my game. When, when God finished putting me back together, picking me up, keeping me sane in the midst of all the things I went through, he not only blessed me, but he blessed me and blessed me with a career and, and to raise 
for biological children and to mental and to help millions of others, many others. Wow, that that's a great uh, testimony and great story. And I see we're back. The central uh, main focus seems to always be God, and certainly God makes everybody's life better. And certainly there's a change in your life if you do have God in your life, no matter what you're going through. We're going to take a break. And then we're going to come back with a few more highlights. Hezekiah Walker says uh, it will get better. And certainly the theme of this book is better, not bitter. And our number in studio, 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. You can call in, and we'll be right back. You're confused. But don't worry. It's gotta get better. It's gonna be Children, I raised my niece, and 
and and her daughter and and the family members are doing phenomenal things. They're becoming. It wasn't not. It, it used to be if you go to college, but now in our family, it's when you go to college. We expect people to go to college. Just uh, last uh, year, last year I went to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and actually one of the family young young ladies' family very very small in stature, but graduated from high school and also had a, already an associate degree from a college. So simultaneously she went to high school and gained. So, and those are the kinds of things that we uh, have. I mean, and God is just doing phenomenal things because uh, you talk about getting better. You're supposed to get better. Every generation is supposed to get better. We're supposed to leave a legacy. We're supposed to, and one of the things, uh, Alan, my son Alan asked me a lot of questions. The other boys don't do much questioning, but Alan asked me a lot of questions today because, and when I start talking about segregation and things like that, they, they, they sort of get hurt, and but they don't understand that it was timing, it was positioning, and, and, you just, and conditioning. You understood what, what what you were supposed to do, and because you understood what you were supposed to do, you made things better for the generation that came along, and we and that's what we did. Uh, my mother made things better for me, and I tried to make things better for my children, and I and I hope that they'll make things better for their children. And and rather than to uh, be angry about what you are, and, and I think most people would think that when you talk about segregation, they would think that we grew up a, a angry generation because of segregation. No, we were not angry. We understood, and was it right? Absolutely not. But uh, but did we survive it? How did we survive it? Because we understood that things would get better, and things did get better. And, and that is uh, so important that people uh, put everything in perspective about slavery, about Jim Crow, about segregation, um, that God has blessed us through all those stages, and certainly God has been with us. And even biblically speaking, uh, the Bible says, uh, when it talks about the children of Israel, said the more they were afflicted, the more they grew. And certainly, we can outgrow our circumstances, no matter how bad it is. Certainly, there is always hope for us. Um, so, I mean, it, this is a, a good read. It's easy, uh, easy reading, and certainly uh, anyone can uh, understand here the basic themes. And um, also, we just didn't want to, uh, we didn't talk one thing we didn't say and then I think we'll I'll let you wrap it up. Um we talked about health challenges and so many people um think uh if they actually deal with a health issue or a sickness, they think it's all over. So can you just encourage somebody that may be dealing with uh some type of physical issue Yeah, this is this is this is big one because uh, I know most of the time when people hear the term cancer, they say uh, those people, all those people are dead, but it was 1997 when uh, I, um, the year before, I had walked around with a, um, there was a growth under my chin, and the doctor really had misdiagnosed me as it, it was, a, um, it was, he didn't call it, he didn't call it a cancer, it was he, uh, some kind of tumor that was under my chin, and I walked around with it, but then when they went in, the uh, tumor was not only was it cancerous, but it had grown so that it could have affected my ability to speak. I had the surgery in 1997, like May of 1997, and all during the um, summer I took radiation treatments, and I actually left the radiation treatments, and I was actually able to teach summer school in Elmont. I went to Virginia, and I had a, um, I guess you would call a relapse or something. I, I was was resting one day, and I had chills. I never had chills before in my life, but they put me in the hospital in Virginia, and I stayed in the, in the hospital in Virginia like four days. And after that time, I came back to work. I could have at that time, I was still a, a teacher, and I could have lost my career. I mean, I could have been, not been, had, had to go on disability, but not only did God restore my health, not on, God not only restored my health, I was restored to, like, complete uh, health, everything that all functions. I was able to, of course, the people that know me, I talk all the time now, and I've always, since 1997, I survived it. I talk all the time. I've had other kind of health challenges. Not only did did God bless me, but then, and also in 2003, I remarried again, 
and that was a, it was a whole my my book is full of a lot of things, a lot of stuff that uh that that was what Alan was trying to tell me because when the guy told me the editor told me to go back and write more and so Alan told me said you can do it and that's my son Alan, he's my youngest, he just turned 39 years old. And uh so and he told me to go back because uh I did I do have a story that I survived cancer. It wasn't, you know, what they thought it might there might have been something. No, it was cancer. It might the throat and not only when my sisters were at the bedside, the doctor went back and said how it, the, it not only had not only cancer but it was large. It was a large tumor that could have affected my ability again, my ability to talk. But I told you again, God restored me and I went back to work and I got promoted after then. I became an uh director of adult education. I became an assistant principal and um, pre-K director. A lot of things happened, but it was God that God is, the doctor did the work, and I encourage everybody. Many, many times people, uh, the old saints taught a lot of stuff, but I encourage you to do what the doctors say, do traditional medicine, follow your traditional medicine, but ultimately God is the healer. And so, but I, and I standard then also had, uh, problem with my walking, my legs, and, and one time I started to fall and, and stuff. Like that. But I, I, again, I had uh, surgery on my knee, and of course I, I'm everywhere. I, I'm on and off planes all the time now. But God has restored my health, no matter what I've gone through, health-wise. But just be be sure, follow the traditional medicine. I do not. The old saints we taught in the old church, they taught a lot of stuff. But I'm saying right. to us today, let's use common sense. And, but I but I do have a testimony day that I, that I am now and I'm and I think I'm in reasonably good health now because I'm still moving around and I'm still busy, but I'm also I make every day count everything that God has blessed me with and the fact that He allowed me to go to school, become educated, and do those things. I don't take it for granted, but I also I'm reaching back. I want all my young brothers and sisters. And I'm telling everybody, get some kind of training because I had a conversation with a family member today. If you don't have some kind of training, you're going to end up with dead-end jobs. And you know what happened? You're the, you're the last hired and you're going to be the first fired. That's all the time. Wow. But get some kind of certificate. Get something in your hand, some paper in your hand, even if you, you don't have the job that you want. Because I have several people now that I'm going to be talking to because they're not in the job that they want to be in. But they have a piece of paper in their hand, and when you go to any job, if you have any kind of training, they will hire you first. And you say, well, right. I'm overqualified. That's right. You're over, the only thing you're overqualified to do is be hungry and be outdoors. That's what you're overqualified to do. But Amen. Go, go to work, and you know I tell them all the time, 9 to 5, 11 to 7, 12 to 8, whatever it is, work, work works. But, but I yeah. do give God the glory today for healing. And I want anybody yeah. out there to just know that God is still healing. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the restoration business. But, but one important fact is that if you have hate or bitterness in your heart, you have to get rid of it. If you want God to restore your body, your health, let, let all bitterness go. You say, man, it was somebody that you, you, something happened in 1924, you forgot what really happened. Let the bitterness <laughs> and let the hate go. Let's be better and not bitter. I could have been I could have been bitter and I could still be sitting around angry about what happened to me as a young girl. But I turned it loose and the day when I turned it loose, God started like it was like floods. Floods of joy on my soul. It's, it's, it, you get excited because you understand that it was God, it was only God that, that yes. brought me out and brought me through and allowed me to come from where I came from. I told you we came from poverty. It was right. poverty and I and I didn't even describe the today the way we live sometimes, we would have been considered homeless in the day standards. And so we thought wow. we were all right. But then we, we were in a little house, and then some family members from North Carolina had to come in and live with us. So, <laughs> I think we have a call. But everybody had a, a shelf, caller. and everybody ate. <laughs> all right. Thank I you think, so much, Reverend. Wait, wait, I think we have a caller. Somebody's calling. God bless you, caller. Mm. Hello? No, just a yeah, Okay, do you want to tell us who you are? Or are you just listening? Yeah, just listening, just listening. Okay, all right. Well, thank you for calling in. Mm. Okay, our number is 
zero. Uh, we are going to come back, and Reverend Mays is going to close us out in prayer. If you want to call in, you can still call in 619-924-0800 after this. We got a message to encourage you and let you know that no matter what you're going through, there's still glory coming, and it's coming after this. Clap your hands, come on! Today in studio we have had Reverend Janie West Mays, an educator, a preacher of the gospel, a wife, a mother, a sister, a friend, and certainly she has shared her story with her, with us, and certainly uh, we know that God has brought us several things, and we said there are several themes, there's family, there's God, there's uh, friendship in here, uh, there's uh, this uh, story about uh, God's divine healing, and certainly it's all in the book, so we encourage you to get the book, uh, whether it's online, you can contact her, uh, or you can contact me, or certainly on October, what is that date in October? October 12th at 2 p.m. at the Roosevelt Library in Roosevelt, and... uh, Unfortunately, I don't have that uh, address, but it's it's back. It's at the corner of Fulton and uh, Nassau Road. Main Street, yeah, right? Fulton, Fulton and Nassau Road. Mm-hmm. And right. it's free. Is it free for if it's if you know, Roosevelt? It's free. It's still it's still uh, Nassau Road. Okay, and it's right. the corner of Fulton. Okay, and uh, yes, at, at uh, two p.m. from two to four, we were doing a formal book signing. And if you bought the book off of Amazon and it's not signed, I'll be very happy. If you bring your, come and bring your book, I'll be very happy. I'm looking forward to see the community, friends, and former students and other people, family members. I'm looking forward to see everybody that day so that we can, uh, I can continue to share my story and we will, you know, be excited about what going forward about what God, it is all to God be all the glory for all the good things he's doing in our lives and where he's taking us because he's not through with us yet. Amen. So there you have that date, and make sure uh, you're there and certainly continue to listen to Global Gospel. We may give away a free book or two at some point, but uh, you have to continue Absolute. to listen Absolute. in as Absolute. the date approaches. Uh, Reverend Mays, again, we thank you for sharing with us this hour. Uh can uh, close us in prayer, or if you have something else you'd like to add, you can do that this time. Just, just, just. I want to just thank all my colleagues, my siblings, my and my sons, and everyone who helped me get through this um, time in my life, and to thank and to in, in loving memory of Reverend Dr. James Hallman, who encouraged me to pursue higher education when my future looked bleak. And I do thank you, Reverend Townsend, for allowing me to come back again and to to uh, share my story. And uh, I'm just I'm just excited. I'm really excited about what God is doing and what God would do. And I just would like to encourage some young person, and most of the time we use, say, women, but men, too, are going through. If you're going through, don't give up hope. Uh, find positive people. Stay around positive role models. Find things because God has not forgotten you. He has always has you in mind. And just like he didn't, he didn't when he he blessed me. He didn't stop blessing. And so, and but also, it a blessing is like a domino effect. You you if he blesses you, you bless somebody. So anyway, this afternoon as we close, we want to just ask you to look to the Lord. And if you're going through, if you if it's healing you need, if it's uh, 
like emotional support you need, just I say to you again, find the prayer warriors and stay away from negative people. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you for Reverend Townsend and for Gospel Global Gospel. We thank you for all the things that you've done in our lives, God. I thank you for opening doors for me. Thank you for how you made ways, God. Thank you for how you made ways out of no way, God. Thank you for how you kept me with a positive mental attitude, God. Thank you for touching and healing my body, God. And thank you for the blessings that you have allowed to come into my life, thank God. God, bless me, but I might bless others, God. Move by your spirit. And God, when you do these things, I won't take the credit, but I'll tell the world that it was you and you alone, and God, we ask you to bless global gospel in a special way, God. Let it reach many, let it reach hearts, let it uplift somebody. We ask all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you again. Something, he took me and made something beautiful out of my life. James Cleveland.
again, you have been listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Tune in next week and every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And perhaps you missed the beginning of our show. Remember that all our shows are archived. So immediately following this at show at 2 p.m., you can listen to the entire show again. And our very, very, very special guest, Reverend Janie West Mays and Sarah Laughs Better Not Bitter. And remember that God will make something beautiful out of my life and out of your life. And certainly we're going to put that on repeat again. He took me and made something beautiful out of my life. And certainly I cannot let him down because God is the greatest power. Remember that we shall not be defeated. God bless you. God bless you until next week.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.